Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. Paul the Apostle is going to be talking today about his conversion, and he's doing that to show that his message, the message that he preached later on, came directly from God. God had commissioned Paul to preach and to preach the good news to the Gentiles. After his call, Paul did not consult with the apostles, not until he had spent three years in the desert. And then he went up and spoke with Peter and with James, but he had no other contact with the Jewish Christians for several more years. Now, during all of these years, he was preaching to the Gentiles the message God gave him. His good news did not come from a man, but came from God. Picking it up in chapter 1 of Galatians, in verse 18, we read, It was not until three years later that I finally went to Jerusalem for a visit with Peter and stayed there with him for 15 days. And the only other apostle I met with at the time was James, our Lord's brother. Now, as we said, Paul was a rare individual. He was a rare individual in the sense that he expressed his zeal in more than just words. No, Paul from the beginning was always willing to sacrifice. That may, at this point in the story, seem like a non-issue, but in fact, it has everything to do with the book of Galatians. For all of this really comes down to what each of us think that grace means and grace is. After all, if grace is nothing more than a free lunch, well, then Paul's sacrifices meant nothing, a pointless and useless display. Perhaps you could even go so far as to say it was an abuse of grace, a a blasphemous stomp on God's work. But Paul was willing to personally sacrifice when he walked in Judaism. When he, in his B.C. days, was persecuting Christians, he put it all on the line for his faith. And then when he found God and he found the grace of Christ, he was still now willing to sacrifice even his very life for the cause of God and for that grace. Thus, Paul, throughout his life, stood directly in the path of what we call today cheap grace. Cheap grace, one that fails to call upon each of us to actually respond with all that we are and all that we have. Now, after his three years of desert training, Paul did not attempt to minister alone. This shows his humility. To do so, to try to go alone, would fly in the face of accountability and certainly the community that Christ himself advocated. Paul, despite God's great grace, still had to respond to that free gift of grace and further, actually act upon that grace. His actions had to be correct actions, not just whatever came to mind and whatever he wanted to do. Paul never saw grace as a get-out-of-jail-free card. No, it was rather, I guess, a key to the cell door because he had to take that key and he had to unlock the door and act. After all of his desert experience, Paul did not go find some sort of easy chair to camp in. Nor did he blow off his brothers and ignore all those who had 
blazed the trail before him, those who had sacrificed for the kingdom before he got there. Paul was righteously humble, and he acknowledged their sacrifice before he even arrived on the scene. Now Paul journeyed to Jerusalem to check in with the boys. Sort of like ordination, Paul wasn't exactly looking for a call to the ministry because he already got that from God. But he was looking for brotherly confirmation. He was looking for an acceptance to the ranks of ministry. He was looking for the equivalent, again, of our modern ordination. Not confirmation, not anointing, just unity of spirit and unity of cause. Verse 20 goes on and says, Now, about the things which I write to you, behold, before God, I am not lying. Now here, we have Paul again saying, Hey, I'm not lying to you guys. This stuff I'm telling you about Jesus, it's true. Now I know, as we have said before, that a lot of folks will tell you that kind of stuff. And at the same time, really be lying through their teeth or zealously believing in an absolute lie. Just think about the gospel. Think about the whole Bible and salvation. What do we know about the human condition? Well, we know that we're wicked and we're evil. We're depraved right to the core. We know there's nothing good in us. I mean, why would Christians make that up? Why? I mean, we hate that fact, right? What about God himself? Well, there's only one God. He exists as three persons, Father, Son, and Spirit. Make that up? Hey, we don't even uh, know yet what it even means. How about the fact that God would speak through certain men whom he would choose for no apparent earthly reason or merit? What about the doctrine of hell? Who's going to make that up? How about the fact that there's only one God and we must love him or otherwise we go to hell? How about the fact we're wicked and evil, sinful, and separated from him while he's holy, righteous, and good? Hey, come on, let's face it, gang. If Paul or we, if we're going to make up a religion, we wouldn't invent this one. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson, or Believer City Church, visit BelieversTogether.com.